Phishing has been a problem on the internet ever since email got started. But if you're not sure about it, you really should be because there's something new happening on the horizon that is really scary about your email. I'm going to get into that right here at the Insecurity Brief. This is the Insecurity Brief podcast. It features tech news and analysis throughout the world. This podcast is made possible through advertising and listeners like you. We need your help. Please subscribe. We know you are out there. If you can't donate, please share this program. We We depend depend on on you. you. One of the pieces of Windows that makes things so difficult and so problematic is kind of the way that the system is put together. It's different than the rest of the applica- the other OSs, and one of the problems with it has to do with a new exploit that is floating in the wild. And if you're running Windows, it doesn't mar- really matter what emailer you're using. This can be really devastating to you. First. Let's talk about phishing real quick, because a lot of times people are telling you that, you know, it's your fault. You clicked on something and, (laughs) you know, what I like to do is tell everybody out there that tells other people that it's their fault they got tricked into clicking on something is to give them the finger for you, because that has got to be one of the stupidest things, you know, yeah, it's your fault that you got tricked. I can't tell you how many times, you know, so-called experts tell people that I've heard say, you know, oh, it's your fault. It's your fault. It's not your fault that you got tricked by a criminal. It's a criminal's fault. You know, and this is the thing about all this stuff is as we go along, it's just going to get worse. It's not going to get better. Accept it for what it is and mitigate against it. Now, you know, what people click on and what the kinds of things that get sent in email make it really difficult. And I'll tell you what would make it so much better in email is email clients. Recently, there was an update to Firefox. And the newer Firefox engine actually has an automatic sandbox. And that's really what we should be doing with all of our emails is putting it into a sandbox. What that means when I say that is that it means that the memory space, the CPU, all of that stuff that make up your machine, you can spin that up virtually. In other words, you can make a virtual machine out of all of that and then run an application or make something run in that and it has walls you can't that it can't escape into the rest of your memory in the rest of your hard drive. In other words, it becomes a little container in itself. And Firefox actually is uh, making that part of their newest update so that when you open an application using Firefox, you download something. It's in a container already. 
email um, should be in that so that when we open emails, the entire email application should be in a container. It would solve so much of this stuff that happens all the time. You know, if you're a developer out there, take my take my suggestion, please, and run with it. There's some money in this. Making an email client that is not able to get a virus through. So what makes this one so devastating that I'm talking about and talking about all of this stuff has to do with the way that Windows actually works. When you open an application and you use any application within another application, in other words, you take a Excel spreadsheet and you plug it into Word, that, um, that process, there's a couple different engines to get you there, but one is called DDE. And DDE is an a underlying part of Windows that has its own set of rules and protocols to actually make an exchange of information or make it so that you can embed an application within an application. With that being said, there's also within most email clients, specifically Outlook and other um, applications, even though if you're not using Outlook, you can still make a DDE call to Word if it's available or make a call to just about any other applications. And this is the danger of this one. There's an exploit using the calendar link. So what these criminals are doing is they're sending out emails trying to get you to agree to click on an email link or a calendar link to add something to your calendar. What this thing does is it affects your computer using the DDE call or the call that is used for transferring information between software and actually, in doing so, it bypasses your antivirus. So you can get infected with a piece of malware, even though you've got a antivirus that's set up to detect it. Now, what that attacker can do once that malware is laid, typically what they'll do is if they if they know what version or what type of antivirus is on the machine, they'll do something to it to break the antivirus and kick it off. And I've seen that happen before where a piece of malware actually deinstalls the antivirus. Some of the bigger vendors that are out there, um, I don't use personally and I don't recommend using them because of that um, that liability because everybody knows that this is a thing they're gonna go after that thing it's kind of like it's kind of like why Apple didn't have such a problem with antivirus for a very long time it wasn't that it wasn't that it couldn't be infected 
it was nobody was interested the majority of people were using windows at the time and you know you go where everybody else is at not the little niche group but it turned out that the little niche group is actually the largest part of the botnet because all those people thought they couldn't get a virus so they are all running malware infecting and breaking you know, all kinds of websites, bringing bank sites down and all of that because they never did put an antivirus on their Mac. And, you know, it's really kind of funny. I was looking through YouTube earlier and I got another video by some clown that put, oh, well, you know, Macs can't get viruses. They absolutely can. You know, this, this thing about all this technology, everything works in the world of programs we work in the with all these devices and programs so why somebody would believe that it, first of all it's not true the second part is that viruses are changing every day and malware is changing adapting so that now today you can get a virus on your computer and if you have wi-fi you can spread that virus actually over to your phone. It doesn't matter if it's an Android or an iPhone. It doesn't matter if your computer is a Mac. It doesn't matter if it's Linux. It doesn't matter if it's Windows. There is stuff out there that will allow things to actually change the operating system, which is scary in itself because now we have a new uh, platform that is just about any the internet of things is opened up this and then of course when we start having AI writing viruses to bypass the antivirus stuff this is gonna get even worse not better but you know that's that's like six months away so we got plenty of time <laughs> I don't know if we ever if it's six months or a year or two years but you know a lot of this stuff is going on in the background so what do we do about this DDE thing well one is be hypersensitive to clicking on links with calendars that's one option you know if you're gonna make a schedule with somebody hopefully you knew what it was hopefully these guys aren't going to craft the virus so that it goes out to every calendar appointment. That would kind of suck. Uh, infect it, so make it so that when you, no matter who you gave an appointment to, you're infecting another computer. Yeah, great. Anyway, listen, I'm Trip. You have a great afternoon. Until next time.